Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Body Wrappers' Angela Luzio is known for its fine Angela Luzio shoes and its amazing assortment of styles and colors of total stretch tights. Tyler Peck, principal dancer with the New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck designs that fit perfectly, move well with the body, and won't ride up in the back. Tyler's designs are ideal for summer intensives during class and summer showcases. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all disciplines. You may view their many products at bodywrappers.com or to purchase Body Wrappers, visit your favorite dance shop or online store. To review and buy the entire collection of Tyler Peck designs, go to dancewearcorner.com. This episode is brought to you by San Francisco Ballet. I'm Rebecca King Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week, we are joined by Ana Sofia Scheller, San Francisco Ballet Principal Dancer. The Argentinian-born dancer moved to New York at the age of 13 to study at the School of American Ballet and later joined New York City Ballet as a core member in 2004 after a brief time with American Ballet Theater's studio company. In her 13 years with New York City Ballet, she worked her way up to the title of principal, dancing feature roles in all of the classics and originating roles in several new works. In the summer of 2017, she announced a move to join San Francisco Ballet as a principal for the following season. We talk with Anna about her beginnings with ballet, how she joined the New York City Ballet, and what ultimately took her to San Francisco Ballet. So Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're in the midst of a really hard... Uh, unbound festival moment so um we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to us oh no thank you for having me (laughs) (laughs) so we just want to start at the beginning of your career how did you get your start in ballet well i was six years old and uh, i was going to school and my mom you know she was like after 5 p.m., she was like, you got to do something else. After, you know? <laughs> uh, so I looked pretty bored. And my brother also did soccer after school. And mm-hmm. so there was ballet. And she put me in ballet. And that's how I got into ballet. And then at age nine, um, my mom asked me if I really wanted to do it mm-hmm. for real. So I said yes. And that's when I started taking more ballet classes. Mm-hmm. And 
focusing. Yeah. yeah. And then I entered to the main ballet school in Argentina, mm-hmm. in the Teatro Colón. And I was there for three years. Mm-hmm. And at age 13, I came to audition for a school of American ballet mm-hmm. in New York. And that's how I started uh, in New York for three and a half years in the school. Mm-hmm. How did you just pick SAB and decide that you wanted to make All that the way huge from change? Yeah. Um, I we we didn't do it. we didn't know anything actually. No. Um, it was my teachers uh, who before me they brought other students to do summer courses. Uh-huh. So they said that the the level of uh, classes and everything it was very good. So so they're like it's good that you leave the country and yeah. and do something there. And there are also so more opportunities than yeah. the U.S. Right. of companies and mm-hmm. everything. After you're done with school. Right. So I think that anyone who knew anything about ballet would have been able to identify you at that age as a child prodigy. (laughs) You, uh, at age 15, you performed Ballet della Regina, which is one of the hardest ballets ever. It's a George Balanchine ballet. Um, You did it for your workshop and you did it with (laughs) technique that would be the envy of any principal dancer. So having said all of that... (laughs) it, a lot of child prodigies burn out in the end. Yeah. So uh, obviously you didn't. What was a, a motivating factor? How did you avoid burnout? Um, it's hard everywhere, I think, uh, to keep your motivation, mm-hmm. especially sometimes you join the company. And if you know, you've been in the school and you've been doing all these principal mm-hmm. roles, you go back to you go to the company right. and you're in the core ballet. Right. And I think it, it takes a few not uh, forgetting mm-hmm. um, anything, everything that you actually um, study yeah. and learned from your teachers and all this encouragement from the teachers. Yeah. Don't forget those things. Yeah. Sometimes in the in the company, not everybody is very supportive of you when you just join. Yeah. So those things you can't forget if you want to get somewhere in the company, right. principal or soloist or anything. You have to hold on to what you learned yes. from your teachers. Yeah. Yes. And don't forget those things. Yeah. Yeah. So what were some of your first opportunities in the company? What were some of the first things you danced? Uh, I think the first thing was Nutcracker because <laughs> when you join, it's like, those are the first uh, roles you probably will get. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did a uh, dewdrop mm-hmm. in the Nutcracker. Right away? Yes, my first year. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's, let's uh, before we get to there, because it's yes. a really interesting t- path. Yeah. So even though you um, you had all, done all these wonderful principal roles and everyone was acknowledging your talent, you won mm-hmm. the Male Ween Award, which is the um, the award given out every year for yeah. Outstanding Promise. So they, they give it to the favored students of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't go to New York City Ballet straight away. Yes. You joined American Ballet Theater Studio Company. Yes. Um, so uh, my first year, I actually did workshop because I did two years of mm-hmm. workshop. Uh, I was 15 and we did Ballet Regina mm-hmm. and Brahms Schomber and some other ballet I can't remember. A right Damien now. Ballet. Yes. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I don't but it was Damien's choreography. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was 15 then. And I didn't know if they didn't hire me that year. And I really thought they were going to hire me. Uh-huh. But then they told me, like, you know, you're, you're 15, you're too young. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they usually tell you 
if you're joining the company, it's usually too late to audition for any yes. other company. Right, of course. And I'm not from the U.S., so, like, I wasn't going to stay Take another year at SAP because I would be doing already D, and then that was it, and I wasn't mm-hmm. going to do school again. Mm-hmm. And so I auditioned for a ABT student company before, actually, Peter asked me to join mm-hmm. New York City Ballet. Mm-hmm. So that's basically... What really happened? So yeah. you had you had your contract. Did yeah. you ask them? Because I know that was something that people would do. Is yes. you say, "I have studio company. What do you think?" Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I didn't ask. You them. didn't ask. No. You just took it. Yes, that was very bold. <laughs> so then, by the time Peter did ask you yes. to come, it was I already signed. You signed it. your contract, yes. so that was that. Mm-hmm. So you did go to ABT, mm-hmm. but studio company, um, studio company, but that was. Um, you know, all of us thought it was going to be such an easy fit for you, but mm-hmm. kind of straight away, you were already wanting to move back on yes. over. What was that like for you? Was it just that the, you know, not every company is a perfect fit for everyone. Mm-hmm. So you just, you thought you were missing the career that you had initially sought. Um, No, sometimes things don't work out the way you want it. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know, I think actually I had... A great career in New York City Valley. I I think um, when you're younger in the in, your, in the company, mm-hmm. like I feel like you get more opportunities to dance, mm-hmm. even as in the core ballet. Like mm-hmm. I think it's one of the companies that you dance the most, mm-hmm. like as a yeah, core yeah, member. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of all the balancing ballets that right. you actually really dance, you're not yeah, the yeah, core yeah. ballet and just standing yeah. on yeah. the side. Right, no. Um, so when you were at ABT then, yes. was that kind of the thing you were doing initially? No, because I was just in the studio company. Right. So we were just doing some shows. and Like the skirball. Yes. Yeah. I remember yes. seeing you do um, In the Middle. Yes. Or yeah. not In the Middle, sorry, Vertige. No, Vertige. is Thrill of Exactitude. There we go. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forsyth. Yes. <laughs> But um, then what's interesting there is that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, were you dis- disappointed that when Peter had first offered you the job that you were like, well, I have this, I have mm-hmm. to go even though I want to be with you. Yeah. But then, little did you know that actually, before that year was even over, mm-hmm. you were hired, you were eventually, hi- you were hired into the New York City Ballet Corps. So yes. if you had been an apprentice, if you had gotten probably what you wanted, yes. You wouldn't have been hired into the core by that point already, probably. You were b- yes. ahead of everyone else. I was actually, yeah, because the people who got in when I would have got got in, they were still apprentices. Apprentices. Yeah. So in a way, you, you sort of <laughs> leapfrogged that moment, even though initially you didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. So was that a, a good life lesson for you that um, not get not getting everything getting everything you want isn't always the best way to get there. Yes. Also, I think you appreciate more everything that you eventually uh, get. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you also work work harder for what you want. So I think... It was that, right for you. Yes. How did that come about, though? Sorry to keep... No. I'm, <laughs> you guys are like old yeah, friends. I just, I, I'm actually... I'm really you know, yeah. like, for me, this is history that I remember uh, from being <laughs> in <there>. the school. <laughs> and I remember opening the program one day, opening night of uh, spring season. Yes. And then we were just like, Anna's in the com- company now. What? Well, oh, it was funny. funny because when I uh, auditioned for New York City Ballet, then they um, they said, well, we're going to give you like a special contract. And so I didn't really know. Oh, I was 17. Right. I didn't right. know anything. I, I don't know. Like, as long as I'm like Here. performing, <laughs> that's yeah, all right. I care. Um, so 
so I signed or whatever. And then my the first ballet I was doing was the uh, Symphony in C, mm -hmm. Third Movement Core. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember, I think it was um, Meryl Ashley or even John Meehan, because John Meehan was very, who was the director. Uh, director of Studio Company. Mm -hmm. uh, he was very good friends with Meryl Ashley. Mm -hmm. So she, he came to see the performance. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was him who said, oh, look, look at the program. Like, mm. And I saw I was in the program, so I was like, oh, I'm a core member. So I didn't even know what, until you saw what, the program. What contract I really signed. Oh, my That's gosh. So <laughs> That's so funny. So what kind of challenge did it present for you doing, like you said, do drop right when you got into the company and so young? What was that time like for you? And was it there any kind of backlash from the company at all? Did you feel... Anything like that from the dancers around you? No, um, I think I remember the the first day I saw it in the schedule. I didn't really know what it was like rehearsing. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it could have been like um, um, what is it, marzipan? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, just a nutcracker of Scheller. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with Susie Handel. But I kind of knew Susie Handel usually rehearsed Do Drop uh -huh. or like Sugar Plum, right? Um, but I didn't know, and I had it actually on the fifth floor where the school uh, mm -hmm. takes class and everything. So Kay Mazo was there too, and they were talking with Susie Handel and everything. And um, so I was like, kind of like nervous, I remember yeah. this day, you know? And then she's like, well, we're going to learn Dewdrop. And I'm like, oh my God. I really rehearsed so much for those two performances that I had that season for Dewdrop. Um, I don't know. I, I, I remember doing like 46 shows of the flowers, flowers. Yeah. <laughs> with the same music doing Dewdrop. But when I was doing Dewdrop, I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's um, I would I will always say this. If there's something I will miss from New York City Ballet is doing Dewdrop. Uh, oh. You know, we're always Dream it role. is my favorite role. Oh, mm. It's just the best. Uh, everyone says that. And it's just I mean, yes. it's my favorite role to watch. Yes. I just it's my favorite role. to. You get chills that. when you yeah. watch. Yeah. And you finish and you just feel oh, mm. so good. Yeah. amazing. So this is interesting, though, because you were um, so talented at a young age. Mm -hmm. You probably didn't end up doing a lot of the corps de ballet stuff that students may do in the workshop. So mm -hmm. what was your adjustment like to having to go into that um, completely different mentality of I have to be a part of a unit, I have to do my flowers I and snow? I did one role did in you? the corps de ballet. I, was gonna... I did a Chopiniana. Oh. oh. Yes. So we did Chopiniana and I was in the core of that. With Cynthia Gregory. In the same show where I had to do... Um, Aurora for mm -hmm. Sleeping Beauty. We did third act Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. So it was your warm up. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Warm up ballet. Stories. <laughs> yes. So great. Um, so I did receive my uh, win award with mm -hmm. my Chopiniana. Oh my gosh. I don't. <laughs> Which I was in the court in that. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> in a company life, yes. um, you know, you have to be there for new choreographers. You have to do. A hundred ballets mm -hmm. within the course of the day. So when you, it's like, oh, I'm going to go do ballo now yes. or whatever, um, you aren't giving it the same focus you were as a student. As a student, mm -hmm. you're sitting there yes, with Meryl Ashley all day long, and that's what you do mm -hmm. for six months. Mm -hmm. But as a company dancer, you still have to maintain or really mm -hmm. surpass that level, and you have a hundred other things to do. So what is it like to, to have? I think you... I think you learn. Uh, yeah, you adjust. Yeah. I mean, 
even in Nutcracker, when you're doing already two roles or three roles, like mm-hmm. sometimes you have to go over some choreography. In fact, mm-hmm. sometimes you do like a 15 minute rehearsal yeah. that day right. just to go over, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not thinking of the step, you, you're just thinking, you're just dancing and right. like right. listening to the music. And uh, you don't want to have to be thinking of, oh, this is the step. Yeah. Right. So, like, you know, I think you get, you adjust to uh-huh. that. Um, and you try maybe to rehearse a little bit that day that you have that performance off. Yeah. Um, so, so you have to like take yes. the time for yourself to mm-hmm. give yourself these rehearsals and take it more upon yourself when mm-hmm. you're in the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you frequently guest at uh, festivals, galas, and similar events, um, often going for uh, more of the sort of like classical warhorse roles. Yes. Uh, that are not performed at New York City Ballet. Mm-hmm. Why was it important for you to continue exploring that sort of um, style outside of uh, the company you dance for? I think because um, I grew up in Argentina, basically mostly with um, classical ballet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's one of the things I, I missed a lot. So every time I had the opportunity outside to do some classical pot day or anything like that, I always wanted to explore that and Mm -hmm. dance that. Mm -hmm. Is that one of the things that maybe brought you to San Francisco Ballet? Let's talk about that when you came. um, Yes. Um, New York City Ballet. Also, not just classical ballet, like that I love too. And that the opportunities that there is of working with so many choreographers. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a wider range of um, Mm -hmm. repertoire. Was it hard for you to make the decision to leave New York City Ballet after all those years and being a beloved principal there? Um, I I don't think so. It was hard. I'm, I'm sure there's also always going to be something you will miss. But yeah. you, it's nice to have a change sometimes mm-hmm. uh, when you're feeling kind of stuck or that something's not going mm-hmm. Further, mm-hmm. I think that's when you feel like, okay, I need to explore something else. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how I felt about it. Yeah. So was San Francisco Ballet the company that you uh, really had in mind to move on to? Were you exploring a lot of options? or? Um, I I had my, my, my mind open to mm-hmm. look. Uh, and um, when this was an opportunity for me, I think, it, and then I was here since uh, July, I... I actually love it here. Yeah. Mm. I love everything about it. The city, the company, the weather. Yeah. I just really enjoy it here. What have (laughs) the biggest adjustments and differences been? I mean, you were in New York Mm -hmm. City Valley for 13 years. You were at SAB before that. So this is not just a new uh, ballet culture, but mm-hmm. it's a different culture. I mean, yes. I was California is very different. Yeah. Right. It's completely different here. Yeah. Yes. Um, I always say that for me, New York is good if you're busy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a city where I would love to relax. Relax. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, but if you're busy, it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is there. Yeah. Mm. At the palm of your hand. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're here in the midst of the Unbound Festival at San Francisco Ballet. Um, can you tell us about the ballets that you're dancing in and what this experience has been like having these 12 choreographers in-house? Uh, so actually, I'm in only one piece in okay. the Alonso King, uh-huh. uh, which is performed about five times mm-hmm. uh, this uh-huh. in the season, the Bound season. But um, 
I wish I was in more other pieces. I'm, I am, but as a second cast, which they're not, I don't think they're I doing see. in this season because there wasn't any Apparently time. Probably in the right. future, right? Because I auditioned two days before the season was ended. Yeah. And they already casted the yeah. ballets. Right. So that's, that's well, the way it happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you'll be here when that's happening. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is one piece uh, that I'm very excited that is going to be performed uh, tonight. Uh-huh. Um, is the David Dawson's piece? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I love it. Yeah, we've heard everything. a lot of raves about <laughs> the it. music, the yeah. choreography, mm-hmm. so you costumes, were... the lights, everything is just mm-hmm. well. Yeah, so you were second cast uh, to that process yes. and in the room for that. Yes. Had you worked with him before? No, he's the no, it was the first first time. time, his first thing yeah. in the U.S. In the US. Yeah. Um, yeah, so great, no. how fun! It's fun to Very have exciting. all these new things happening all around. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now we're going to go to the last portion of yes. our interview where we just, it's called our lightning round and okay. we just ask like little questions and you answer the first thing you think of. Okay. So what's your favorite ballet? Ooh. You can pick up few. My favorite ballet. I think I haven't danced it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I have danced it yet. I like that. I, yeah. I, I have, I, I can't say one. Uh-huh. I can't. Yeah. It's, right, I know it's hard for me, and I think um, there's so much more I want to dance yet. Mm. So I wouldn't pick one You'll yet. Know so we know your favorite role, which when, is Dewdrop. Maybe, maybe when yeah. I retired, I would say. There you <laughs> go. Okay. What <laughs> we'll is uh, in this case? What's the dream role that you haven't danced yet? Something um, that could be a potential favorite in the future. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the dream roles is probably Giselle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. that's in this company's repertoire. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Very real possibility. Um, what has been your favorite onstage moment? Favorite onstage moment. Man, I never think about this. We're forcing you to think about it now. <laughs> um, I think one of my funnest moments, mm-hmm. but it's too dumb. No, it's nothing's Say dumb. It. It's like doing Firebird as one of the monsters. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, that's but I, it, it wouldn't, you know, like it was... Yeah, silly and fun. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I always have this memory. In uh, fact, I was talking about it yesterday. See? Uh-huh. Isn't to it funny? girls. The oh, my God. that you remember and that... It's one of those things that if you didn't go through the core and you wouldn't have these memories. Right. right. You know? Yeah. yeah. The most memorable or exciting thing about being in San Francisco this past year. Mm-hmm. What have you taken away from your first year? Um, I think it was a very, um, at the beginning, a very hard experience, uh, especially because of the Unbound uh, um, Festival. We had four different choreographers. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, each group, because they divided in, right. Right. in three groups. groups. Mm-hmm. So I had four different choreographers mm-hmm. for three weeks each. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it lot. was hard uh, like remembering the the steps and everything and then you went to another and it's like so your brain was like mm. fried yeah but i think it was a great experience you learn how much you can uh fit in your brain mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not joking yeah <laughs> i never i never had that opportunity before and right. i think it's uh great yeah. yeah thank you so much for sitting to talk with us thank so you. fun thank really you really enjoyed having you <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week with an all new episode. But in the meantime, please take a moment to click over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating. Just those little things can be very important in helping our podcast grow. Be sure that you are following us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for updates on new episodes and fun throwback content. See you next week on Conversations on Dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.